Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today in security from Wired. A drone tried to disrupt the power grid. It won't be the last. An attack attempt in 2020 proves the UAS threat is real and not enough is being done to stop it. By Brian Barrett. In July of last year, a DJI Mavic 2 drone approached a Pennsylvania power station. Two four-foot nylon ropes dangled from its rotors, a thick copper wire connected to the ends with electrical tape. The device had been stripped of any identifiable markings, as well as its onboard camera and memory card, in an apparent effort by its owner to avoid detection. Its likely goal, according to a joint security bulletin released by DHS, the FBI, and the National Counterterrorism Center, was to disrupt operations by creating a short circuit. The drone crashed on the roof of an adjacent building before it reached its ostensible target, damaging a rotor in the process. Its operator still hasn't been found. According to the bulletin, the incident, which was first reported by ABC, constitutes the first known instance of a modified unmanned aircraft system being used to specifically target U.S. energy infrastructure. It seems unlikely to be the last, however. In a response to a request for comment, a DHS spokesperson wrote that the agency regularly shares information with federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial officials to ensure the safety and security of all communities across the country. When it comes to the potential for consumer drones to wreak havoc, experts have sounded the alarm for at least six years, saying that their broad availability and compatibility provide opportunity for bad actors. In 2018, an explosives-laden drone carried out an apparent assassination attempt on Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. ISIS and other terrorist groups have used consumer-grade quadcopters for both surveillance and offensive operations. But the Pennsylvania incident represents an alarming escalation in drone use stateside. The U.S. has had incidents before. A drone landed on the White House lawn in 2015, and a recent surge in drone sightings near airports and other critical sites has sent the FAA scrambling. Until now, those intrusions could be written off as accidental no longer. I'm surprised it's taken so long, says Colin Clark, director of policy and research at the Sufan Group, an intelligence and security consultancy. If you have a modicum of knowledge of how drones work and you can access some crude explosives or just ram it into things, you can cause a lot of damage. The operator of the Pennsylvania drone appears to have attempted a less brute force approach, but efforts to hide the operator's identity may have contributed to their failure to connect with the intended target. 
By removing the camera, the joint bulletin says, they had to rely on line-of-sight navigation rather than being able to take a drone's eye view. While this effort failed, the report's analysts are clear that it's unlikely to be an aberration. If anything, they expect to see drone activity increase over energy sector and other critical infrastructure facilities as use of these systems in the United States continues to expand. That mounting threat has not been met with proportional mitigations. While the FAA does place limits on where consumer drones can fly, security experts and drone manufacturers alike have urged it to do even more. Just like the manufacturers of pickup trucks and mobile phones, we have almost no ability to control what people do with their drones once they have them, says DJI spokesperson Adam Lisberg. DJI has long supported giving authorities the legal ability to take immediate action against drones posing a clear threat, and we have long supported laws to penalize some intentional misuse of drones. The FAA is still dragging its feet on its congressionally mandated requirement to develop procedures for critical infrastructure locations to request airspace restriction, Lisberg says. The agency has rulemaking underway to address that requirement, a provision of the FAA Extension Safety and Security Act of 2016, but did not provide a specific timeline. The FAA is aware of the July 2020 incident in Pennsylvania, the agency said in a statement. The agency works closely with the Department of Homeland Security and other federal, state, local, and tribal security partners to support investigations into malicious drone activity. Countermeasures like geofencing certain areas, which prevents compliant drones from flying there, are effective to a point, but the process for designating those spaces remains something of a patchwork, says Clark. And more aggressive anti-drone technology, which can range from signal-jamming guns to mega-drones to eagles, often face regulatory challenges of their own. Outfitting every single power substation in the U.S. with drone countermeasures would also present significant financial and logistical hurdles. For its part, DHS only received legal authority to disrupt or destroy threatening drones with the 2018 Preventing Emerging Threats Act. The agency's Science and Technology Directorate oversees counter-UAS research in search of systems that are effective but not overly disruptive. There has been some recent traction at the FAA as well. New rules governing the remote identification of drones in flight and their ability to fly over people and at night took effect in April. And on Thursday, Hearst Television reported on recent drone detection tests that the FAA undertook at New Jersey's Atlantic City International Airport. The agency plans to expand that program to other airports, but the research and testing phase could take at least 18 months, according to the report. Assessing more proactive, defensive measures could likely take even longer. It's certainly welcome news that regulatory bodies are taking drones seriously, but the Pennsylvania attempt, while unsuccessful, underscores how urgent the threat has become, a warning that some have sounded for years. Our thinking about this is still in its very nascent stages, says Clark, and it shouldn't be, because drones have been around a long time. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com slash security. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.